Welcome to the Picture Book Look Podcast. I'm Kim Chafee. And I'm Kirstie Call. Together, we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea to bookshelf. We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look. Learn how to write stellar stories at this year's Picture Book Summit. Join us online for The Right Stuff, creating picture books that are out of this world with superstar speakers Kate DiCamillo and the Fan Brothers. Plus, enjoy workshops, agent and editor panels, and more on October 8th, 2022. Visit picturebooksummit.com to register today. Do you need help getting unstuck with your writing? Kirsty Call is a therapist-trained life coach who will help you get the drama out of your life and onto the page. Visit kirstencall.com to register for a free consultation today. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com to register today. Hey, Kirsty. Hey, Kim. How are you today? I'm doing great. We are at Highlights together. Hi. So exciting. Yes. Yes. Coming to you live from Highlights. It is quite exciting. I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, me too. But I have to say, I've been kind of feeling like I don't even know how to podcast lately. Ugh. I'm feeling the same way. It's so weird. It's like two years. We, yeah. Yeah. hundred plus episodes. And yet. I'm not I a podcaster. I know. I still feel like I have no idea. <laughs> Who do we think we are doing a podcast? Yeah. Oh, it's interesting because no matter what you're doing in your life, you can have imposter syndrome. Absolutely. And so we wanted to have a conversation about imposter syndrome today. Yes. Because we think it's very important that everyone's aware that everyone feels it. Exactly. Everyone goes through it. Yes. Yep. So imposter syndrome, just for those that might be wondering what it is, I'm sure you've experienced it, even if you don't have a name for it. It's when you are doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. I think that's probably the simplest way to put it. And you're not willing to accept your accomplishments. Right. A lot of people who have multiple books and have a lot of success, they're still like, yeah, I'm a fraud. I'm not an actual someone's, author. Right. I'm someone's going to find out. Someone's going to find out that I'm not really who they think I am. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Even though there's insurmountable evidence of success, there's still this chronic feeling of self-doubt. Yeah. Ugh, and I think it's, it's part of the human condition. It is. It's such a crappy <laughs> feeling. I hate it. I hate it. Um, but we all do feel it. I actually felt it today when we were talking about I did. this episode. I did feel it. I felt, who am I to... <laughs> be talking about or giving advice or sharing my thoughts on imposter syndrome. I know. It's Who so funny. Who might that? Well, I guess... She I, was super metacognitive, which is actually... We wanted to talk a little bit about just noticing. Mm. Notice that you have imposter syndrome is amazing. It, like, it's Well, it's necessary, like, right? It's to, necessary to... like First, you just got to notice. Okay, I am thinking that I'm a fraud. That's a thought that I'm feel, thinking. And that kind of leads to the feeling of like failure or you know, a lack of self-worth mm -hmm. or all of these not so good feelings. And then if you notice that you're thinking these things, then you can be like, wait a minute. Yes. Luckily for us, we get to choose what we think. It's hard. 80% of our thoughts are negative. Right. And it's not easy. And you have to notice that you're thinking the negative thought before you can like choose a better thought. Yes. Right? Yes. But, that makes sense. But if you notice that you're thinking, I'm, I'm not a real writer. I, right. No matter whether you've published a book or not, you are a writer. 
Absolutely. Right? We're talking about semantics. If you are someone who is writing things, you are a writer. If you haven't published a book yet, you are pre-published. You are not an imposter. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And if you've published books, but you haven't published five books, you're a writer. You're not an imposter. Exactly. So if you notice that you are feeling this feeling of being a fraud and that you're thinking this thought, I'm an imposter, I'm not a real writer, then that's the first step in like thinking, okay, what do I want to feel about my career? What do I want to think? Mm. And some of the things that I want to feel, I want to feel dauntless. I want to feel empowered. I want to feel excited. Mm -hmm. And I want to think I am exactly where I'm supposed to be in my writing journey. Right. Because it's a journey. It's a journey. I think that's part of it, right? Is not putting a destination or an end goal on something because that goal post is always going to keep moving, right? So if your goal is to get an agent, you accomplish that, then your goal post now moves to getting a book contract and you'll reach that and then you'll want another book contract. And then you'll want like starred reviews. Sure. You might want to be on the New York Times bestselling, which are all worthy goals. They are all worthy (laughs) goals. But if that's how you measure your success, then you're never going to be fully happy and satisfied with your journey. It's your career. There's not like end goal. There can't be. Otherwise, you know, you reach that and then what? Then what are you going to do? Right? You just have to keep pushing that goalpost further and further along and feel like you have to keep working and working and working and you've never accomplished, you know, anything. Kim and I actually were interviewed by someone yesterday where we were talking to her. She interviewed us because... She's a student who is considering being a picture book author. And one of the things that we said is finding joy in the journey that mm-hmm. we have to have fun with it. I actually made a goal at the very beginning of my writing career to have 100 rejections. And then I celebrated each one. I was like, okay, I'm at number 27. <laughs> That's great. And That's so great. like celebrating those small successes because failure really does live in the neighborhood of success. You have to fail mm-hmm. and fail, especially in the writing Actually, probably in every aspect of life. Absolutely. You know, I feel like failure is You have to fail. You have to learning. be willing to fail over right. and over and over again. And that will lead to your success. But yeah, you just have to persist. And that is hard. It is hard because I feel like it's for us now sitting here talking about this and saying, you know, oh, well, you have to recognize your thoughts and then you have to change your thoughts. It's easier said than done. We absolutely totally. recognize that. I mean, we've, we've both been in those you know, places where you kind of feel down in a pit and oh my it's gosh. really hard to get out. I think it's okay to recognize that, it, you know, that's, I don't want to say a normal human feeling, but it is. at the same time, we all feel it. So it is. it's, you feel it, you let it sit there for a little bit, but you, you can't like pitch a tent and live there. <laughs> you just gotta like it. accept that. Okay. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty crappy about myself right now. Because maybe it's something triggered you. I had a person who started their career, got their first book contract when I did. Mm-hmm. And that person kept getting book after book after book after book. And I had seven years of a dry spell. Seven years. And the whole time I was trying so hard to not compare myself to this person and to not feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not a real author. I can't even get an agent, let alone a book contract. And that's a good point because... You're triggered by every time you see that person getting a book contract, I'm sure. Um, Comparison is the thief of joy. Yes. And so as hard as it is to not compare yourself to others, you really, the only person you're competing with is yourself. And as long as 
you are continuing to work on your craft and continuing to work on your career and you're bettering yourself, then you're good. Like you can't compare yourself to someone else because you don't have any control over that other person. You don't have control over their writing. You don't have control over who they're submitting to and who they're getting book contracts from. You only have control over yourself how you your react writing. and how you yes. react to things. And the thing that is so wonderful about our community, the Kidlet community, is that it is so warm and so supportive mm -hmm. and we celebrate each other's successes. That is the kind of mindset that I want to bring into the Kidlet community. I don't want to be jealous when someone else has success. Right. I want to be like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited for you. And I think both of those things are yeah, true. They can right? actually they occur at both the same time. At the same time. For I'm not sure. saying that's not possible. We are very complex human beings. We are. <laughs> we are. We are. We totally are. I think so. Definitely <laughs> when you're when you're scrolling through on Tuesdays and Thursdays those PW announcements and you're like, oh, that person had a book contract. That's awesome. Oh, when's my next my next book contract gonna come through? I think those are two ideas and thoughts that can coexist. We just have to make sure that the second thought doesn't prevent you from moving forward, right? It doesn't paralyze you and from one, working to get yes. that next and one, we really don't want to judge ourselves for the thoughts that we have. So like, mm -hmm. if you notice that you're having imposter syndrome and you're feeling like a failure, don't judge yourself for feeling like a failure. Like just, like you said, just allow yourself to feel it. Like one thing that I love to do with my kids or clients or is, you know, feelings are just the vibration in your body, right? Mm -hmm. And if you allow yourself to feel something, almost always, it only lasts 90 seconds. Allow yourself oh. to fully feel that feeling of mm -hmm. failure. Mm -hmm. You can even set a timer. Try it out. I want to know. You guys tell me if this, you find good. this to be true. But like, set a timer, allow yourself to, you know, just... Sit with it. Sit with it. Feel mm. horrible for a whole 90 seconds. Feel as horrible as possible. As horrible. Just embrace <laughs> that horrible feeling. And then see what happens after 90 seconds. Almost always. It just dissipates. Well, I think that's amazing. And I think I just had a thought as you were saying that. Sitting there and embracing that thought, that crappy, crappy thought, yeah. giving it a hug. And, and you can tell me if I'm wrong because I'm not the therapist in this duo. But <laughs> isn't it? true that thoughts like that almost like anxiety thoughts and, and all those negative thoughts are really our our brain and our body trying to protect us oh in yeah a way. and it's so, like self-preservation yes so one of which the is tips, so ironic which is really strange <laughs> right because you feel like it does the opposite it actually it prevents actually you from growing yeah. and achieving things oh, one of the tips that i've heard is when you're having like a thought that might be connected to anxiety or something that you say to yourself you have to be very aware, right? Thank you for this thought. I know that you're trying to protect me. There's no danger here. And so with an imposter syndrome kind of thought, like, thank you for this thought. I know that you're trying to protect me or in some way, but I'm going to push through this. You know, I'm here in this moment right now, but I won't always be here. I don't know. Something yeah. like that. I like that. What I usually say is, oh, hello, anxiety. There you are. <laughs> I'm going to give you a hug, and then there you are. you're all free to go. <laughs> you're back. Thanks, thanks for showing up today. You're a familiar face. <laughs> Attendance is noted. You may leave now. <laughs> yes. Would you say anxiety has or some hello, sort of imposter syndrome. Oh, totally. To, to imposter syndrome? Yeah, because you're anxious about... It's not just how mm. you're seeing yourself. It's how 
other people are seeing you. You think you're like, they must, they must see through me. Right. They must see that I'm not real. Right. That I'm not really an author, that I'm not really a podcaster. Right. That I really don't know what I'm doing. That I'm just sitting in a room with a microphone <laughs> and a best friend. <laughs> well, that's all you need though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I think having this conversation is really important because I think all authors feel this Maybe not in their writing. Maybe they don't feel it in their writing, but they definitely probably feel it. Definitely probably. Probably feel it in definitely other areas probably. of their life. Definitely probably. I like it. <clears throat> we thought this would be helpful. I mean, is there any other strategies? We talked about, well, thoughts, right? Recognizing the thought so we can change the thought. Mm-hmm. And then that will change your actions, right. right? And then don't believe it when you think it. Right. Don't believe that you're actually an imposter. Like, don't allow yourself to believe it. Remember that you really are exactly where you're supposed to be on your journey. Mm -hmm. And how do we know that? Because you are where you are. Right. Because you've worked worked hard to get where you are. And know that you're going to continue to work hard to improve. Because even authors that are published are still working on their craft. They still have to work hard on each and every book that they write. It doesn't change. The process doesn't change, right? It doesn't get easier necessarily. It doesn't get easier. It's just different. But it's worth it. Absolutely. So I guess the upswing of this is like, never give up. Never give up. (laughs) Never, never, never give up. Never give up. Never surrender. (laughs) I also want to say that one thing I've heard people suggest is talk to yourself like you would talk to your friend. So if you wouldn't say to your friend, you are a horrible writer, then you should never say that to yourself. Yeah. That's a very important thing to remember. Yeah. We are always much kinder to others than we are to ourselves. It doesn't even make sense, does it? I know. We should treat ourselves more kindly. I I like that. That's a good way to end the podcast. Okay. Let's treat ourselves more kindly. Let's do that. Always. Always. Picture Book Look is produced by Kirsty Call and Kim Chafee. Music by James Call. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.